Good morning. Today is Wednesday. This is Urban Talk Radio WNHH 103.5 FM, where you will hear conversation, information, education, inspiration, and motivation from the American urban perspective. I am your host, Kinsley Osset, and my co-host would not be in the building. Joining us today if um, on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bow Minds and Twitter at Bow Minds. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. Joining us today, we have a very, 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 very special guest, a very good friend of mine, man, Chauncey Hamlet. Um, and um, today's show is special. It's special because um, not only Chauncey is a friend, um, he's a product of Connecticut. He's a product of New Rochelle. And we are here to give him his uh, flowers for all his accomplishment. Also, today's show will be very, very, very educational because not too many times, uh, a lot of time we have celebrities out here and, you know, the definitions of celebrities is uh, basically not what you guys may think it is. You know, you uh, you always think of a celebrity as somebody that's on the stage with, um, you know, the leather leather outfits on shining. But <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this, celeb- this celebrity is in the streets and he's in the corporate offices, in the ballrooms and uh, you know, you, you might you know you might catch him with the uh, with it with the artist with the leather shining in, in the VIP room somewhere, but not on the stage. Chelsea Hamlet was good, my brother. What's up, my brother Kingsley? I'll say DJ Kingsley, just to just to be clear here, just to be clear, right? Catching wreck, catching wreck. We we still catching wreck. All right. <laughs> First and foremost, man, congratulations, man, for all your accomplishment. Thank you, my brother. Congrats yeah. to you too, as well. Congrats. Thank you. Man. It's been yes. a long. It's been a long time coming, and um, you know, Chelsea's not the one to walk around with, um, you know, wearing his titles on his shoulders. Sometimes I don't even know what his title is. I just, mm-hmm. know, I just know that he's a big dog. But uh, to be clear, Chelsea was. Uh, he's the CEO of uh, the Formulation Group, um, beverage strategies and uh, innovation and uh, partnerships. Whatever that means, it's like. It's like a whole lot coming from a whole lot. So <laughs> I, I'm going to give Chauncey the opportunity to tell us exactly what that means, and then we'll go back to the essence of how it all started. What does that title mean, Chauncey? Yeah, so, uh, well, first of all, um, I just... Are you there? You know, Chauncey, Chauncey frozen? No, I'm not I'm not frozen. Am I frozen? Okay. Oh, you was frozen for a minute. Yeah, oh, yeah? Tell, yeah t- t- tell us exactly what the title means. Well, I just want to apologize beforehand. I'm I'm actually uh, taking a call uh, from VK, and so uh, if I'm uh, if, if the if the beach and the the uh, the Wi-Fi is is messed up, apologies ahead of time. That's the VIP I was talking to you guys about. <laughs> Not the VIP, the, the celebrity status I was talking. <laughs> the um, yeah, so so no. First of all, appreciate. Thank you for the intro. Uh, again, you know, this is a little different conversation because we are also friends as well, really good friends. And so, uh, yeah, the CEO of the Formulation Group is uh, something, uh, the Formulation Group is something I launched last year um, from coming off a long stint in corporate America, primarily in the beverage industry across both uh, non-alcoholic and alcoholic, uh, you know, categories within the business uh ranging from soft drink, juice, water, to uh, beer, to, uh, you know, spirits, you know, wine and spirits. And so um, I eventually, uh, you know, decided to launch this company so that, you know, we can participate 
and the long-term equity of the growth of these brands versus uh, creating them, you know, just from, for other corporate entities, right? So you turn around, you, you, you create these brands and they become valued, you know, over a billion dollar plus and you're like, okay, so what's the long-term of that? And then also I wanted to start to build out teams and culture the way that I, I thought that uh, made sense. And so, yeah, man, it's exciting, man. I get to work with some really cool, smart people. Also, you know, um, people that are, you know, successful and established, but also some people that are just getting into the business and, uh, you know, we're able to kind of, you know, show them the ropes, you know, the the right way and, and watch them fly. So, so excited about that. Yeah, man. I thought, um, you know, I, I wanted to, I know be just, just in case somebody tune in and decide to tune out, I, I wanted to make sure that I get that over there first, because it's very important. This is your next chapter. So it's, it's very important that I start a show with, um, you know, what your next chapter is before we get into the um, the excitement, because it's been a lot of excitement leading to uh, uh, this chapter. Now, to be clear, Chansey Hamlet is the former VP CMO of South Division uh, Pepsi Beverages, North America. Um, and of course, now he's the CEO of uh, Formulation. Um, now, let's go down the memory lane leading to uh, this chapter. How did we meet, Chauncey? <laughs> How did we meet? I, yeah, Wait, I'm the, to tell the, the story. The, should, should we uh the uh the, the corporate uh how we met or the, or the, or the no look, we you know yeah. how, how, how did BC, we really really BC and really, 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 nah, really. nah, 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 nah. so 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 listen actually I I love the story of how we met because um I had um I was just coming back to the Connecticut area on a bit of a a mission and assignment I had just um got a, a, an amazing role with uh Pepsi and we were we were launching Mountain Dew Code Red Mm -hmm. And I remember we had these, uh, and if everyone, you know, for the listeners, remember the launch of Code Red, you know, for at least some that, you know, remember back then, um, Code Red was this uh, very cherry fruit flavored Mountain Dew uh, that was really meant to kind of uh, be culturally relevant, you know, from, a, I would say, call it urban perspective, right? Mm -hmm, and. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we tied that to the mixtape and one. It was sort of one of the first sort of branded content pieces on ESPN. We had the, um, you know, the extreme basketball from, from you know, and one and Rucker involved as well. So this was the, the, the one of the first, I would say, you know, beverages that was like for the culture. Right. And and actually um, one of the markets and one of the, the platforms that we said we wanted to be involved with, you know, was so Connecticut was on the map and we looked at these like Puerto Rican day parades actually. Mm -hmm. And so I had all these trucks, these like big, you know, code red sampling trucks. And I remember, I, you know, we, we wanted to, uh, we were part of the parade, but when we pulled up to the parade, I saw this guy there with like this big sound truck and like, mad people there and like basically the culture was with them and you, i remember you had you had the float but it was like these huge speakers and we met and you saw the branding you saw the code red and all that and he's like hey i know that brand it's not that you had this some dj stuff which about do and so we was like hey let's just combine and we ended up uh yeah we ended up combining our trucks with the with the music float and the big speakers and 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 the and the people and we we were part of the parade, but also after the parade, I remember we we took over Seaside Park. Yes, we did. And we took over like this big corner and like we, we took over just, Park, Park Avenue, Park Avenue at uh, yeah. Roosman, Roosman Kitchen. We parked yeah. in the front. 
and yeah. threw the balloon up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the big Mountain, Mountain Dew blow up and, and the sampling trucks. And so, you know, yeah, and that's how we met. But I, I appreciate that, not just, you know, meeting you there, but I appreciate that chapter in my life because, you know, that's really how you get to the people and how you, you know, touch the culture. And so you can sit in boardrooms and you can be super smart and you can understand brands and consumers. But, you know, it's a difference to be able to feel it. You know, and so, uh, yeah, so since then, we, you know, we, we've been rocking ever since, you know, which, is, which has been great. Right? It's, a, it's a very interesting story, man, because I knew you was um, that guy. Um, the other part of the story was, you know, last minute productions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, I had Lumi D as my artist on my float, and we were still building the float that's <laughs> when, right that's right <laughs> when, when, <laughs> it, was, it was a collaboration with um my street team catching rick street team and uh wzmx hot 93 yeah yeah flow yeah. together and um i approach you i seen it and i'm like damn you know i'm like we did this brand before you know under src steve rifkin um corporation you know we work with um uh pepsi yeah, you know, shout out, shout out, shout out, Steve Rifkin, by the way. Definitely, I, yeah. I, shout I, out I, my I, man OJ I, and uh, Boo. Yeah, yeah, OJ, that's right, OJ, Boo, right. That, that whole crew, that's right. So I, I seen the brand and I'm like, yo, we did this before. So, you know, why not, man? Let me approach this guy, you know, find out. And Chauncey had a, a truck load of, you know, of, of products, you know, of cool red. So I said, look, I got my street team. We could put you in the middle, high 93 behind you. I'll float in front of you and I'll help them distribute your products. And you was like, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And, 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 and we, you know, you know, by the way, I had a street team too. Yes, you did. But it wasn't a real street team. It was like a bunch of corporate sampling people. <laughs> You're right. And I was like, I was like, no, no, no. We need to that's and, and I had the Puerto to, Ricans. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you had the real culture, you know. And I was like, that's what we need to do. That's why I say it's important as we tell that story, because yeah. to this day. You know, some of that stuff has set my vision. So when I have a sampling agency or someone that's one wants to execute an initiative for us, like I'm looking through some of those filters and those lens to make sure it's real or not. So, yeah, shouts to my uh, my Puerto Rican, the CIA, uh, criminals in action. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you had the streets for sure. I had, I had, I, I had the street. I I had to recruit <laughs> these guys, you know, with with gun toting guys, and you know, trying to get them to put the guns to the side and give yeah. them staple guns instead. And man, where they terrorize nah. the streets. Now that's a that's a that's, that's a blessing when you're able to actually like you know give people opportunities and yeah. alternative, alternative approaches to things. So yeah, you know, so definitely. And um, you know, during that um during that run. I had the privilege of um going to um Super Bowl 2012. No, that was down the line. Later, oh, when you went when you went to Super Bowl, you were doing great goose. We're gonna to get to the, um that part. So for that short period of time, what did you accomplish? Because I know you transitioned to course light after that. Yeah, yeah, no. So okay. um what did you accomplish? And then we'll get to uh, um to course light. Yeah, no, so that was a great experience for me and actually to it, it was tough for me to even get into uh, Pepsi because uh, at the time they were, um, you know, I wanted to get on the brand side and they were recruiting straight out of Harvard and uh, MBAs from, you know, Michigan, Duke, Brown, et cetera, all the top elite schools. And uh, I was coming from Southern Connecticut. Shout out to Southern Connecticut. Shout out to New Haven. I know this is a New Haven platform. Definitely. So. 
Definitely. Because, you know, I, I did do my undergrad there and uh, it was a big roots. I threw a lot of parties in New Haven. And so it's a good experience for me. Definitely. But um, but I couldn't get in the building over there. And so right. um, so I actually cold called uh, the CMO at the time. Mm-hmm. Her, name, her name is Dawn Hudson. She later on went on to become the the president of the NFL. And, and you know, so she was CMO at Pepsi and I cold called her and she let me through. OK, and, well, they let me through because they thought. Right. She had a friend named Chauncey. So, so I, you know, I, I cold called. So a little bit of scrappiness to get there. But once I got in the door, which was a blessing, but then I, I wanted to go further and I knew I had to make some moves. And so um, I ended up saying, okay, I'm going back to business school. But at the same time, you know, I want to try to look for other opportunities. And as I was finishing business school, I uh, I got the opportunity to go work on Coors for the Coors, Coors company. And so when I went to Coors, I worked on not only some of the, the first uh, cores NFL partnership stuff, so all the kind of the cores light. Uh, I got I got introduced to like innovation at cores, right? So we we launched like the cores cold activated bottle, the cold activated packaging, uh, tied that to the NFL. So that was cool. And then I got the opportunity to be on the Blue Moon launch team. So we actually launched. Blue Moon Beer. When I tell people I was, hey, you know, I I launched Blue Moon Beer, they're like, what? You know, the first of all, they're like, how old are you? <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, we, you know, we've been, we've been doing this for a long time. So uh, yeah, so transitioned from the the non alcoholic side over to the alcoholic side, which Both is side. the beer side, and and but still dealing with like culturally frozen again. Platforms. Yeah. Am I still frozen? Chelsea's at the beach somewhere and he's experiencing um not just at the beach. I think he's out, you know, out of the country somewhere and uh, experiencing um a little difficulty. But but I can hear you. It's Karen. Oh, okay. Chelsea, you have froze for you yeah, have froze yeah. for a minute. Yeah, every time you say I freeze, I can still hear you. Oh, you um, can hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and so the question is, you know, I I don't see any. My I got full bars here, and so I don't know if it's okay. Now yeah, you good? So, you good? For okay, now. okay, okay. But I know you know you 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 talked about all the other things that you did a course like, but you you know you may forget the first thing you did a course like is we did the uh, course like cold cut mixtapes. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Shout out to Connecticut. That's right. You know, we did a <laughs> oh, quick yeah. next stage. Oh, I forgot all about it. And, and let oh, me tell God. you how you've been a genius at what you're doing. <laughs> you did a lot of the stuff there. Like I said, shout out to OJ. You know, them. You know, they had done uh, already in the past. But you did stuff that they weren't really expe- expecting. Because you know, when you went on that side, you know, you was on your own with it. You know, we was already with. The music industry doing it. So you did a cool cut, cool, cool, uh, cool mixtape. You approached me for the music. I hit up OJ, and we actually gave you clearance for um all our artists, mostly That's right. That's the, the right. new music that was coming out. That we knew these artists were going to blow. We knew these artists had big songs, but these songs wasn't really heard yet. We had Jay Mills, Corey Guns. Um, had a little wing, just you know, just going coming out solo, just coming out. That's yeah. right. Mini Benary, we had David Banner, and I and I actually put that whole tape together. OG. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I forgot all about that. That's crazy because yeah. you know I, I, when we talk, when we get into a little later, I'll, right? I'll connect, I'll connect those dots to like how that influenced some other things. But yes, yeah, so just on, on that, wasn't Billy Bush? Didn't Billy Bush mix it? 
No, I, I did Billy Bush mix yeah, it. Yeah, Billy, Billy, Billy mixed Bush, it, right? I, Billy okay. Bush mixed it. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. I, I yeah. put it together. I put the music together, and Billy yeah, you, Bush you, mixed you, it. you, 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 you. I call you the executive producer. You executive and actually producer. has some. Actually has some drops from um from Maino. That's right. That's in, right. On the tape. Yeah, on yeah. It. it was a very well produced. Yes, right. Yeah. I remember it. A very yeah. well produced. Uh, and the good thing about, you know, I always say that the you know my my marketing career is heavily influenced by the music industry mm-hmm. and, and not just the people like yourself, mm-hmm. but also the way the music industry operates from a, a go-to-market standpoint. So, you know, me communicating with you and OJ and, and that team about the, because I remember the big piece that I was selling, because at the time I didn't have huge budgets, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but the piece that I was talking about was the distribution mm-hmm. that brands like Coors Light, has across the United States. So, mm-hmm. and this is the time where it was tough for you guys to start to get artists on radio and promo yeah. because it yeah. was pay- payola was, was, was cracking down. Definitely. Definitely. And so, and so they break new artists. It was tough. So I was introducing this new model yeah. on, okay, Hey, how can we get them heard and, and distributed throughout the country? Right. Remember this, this is pre IG pre all that. Right? Yep. And so, uh, yeah, yep. no, so I'm glad you brought me back there. That's good. Definitely. Okay. Cause Very we did, yeah, we, we got to make sure we did this without social media, man. That's you know, right. uh, from, that's the, right. from the ground on up, you know, we had to touch the people, not that's touching right. them through the screen, but act visual yeah. touching them, you know? That's right. So then, um, I know in the midst of that, you also trying to start your own business. I think, was it after the Pepsi before the Coors Light? No, think, it was it was after uh after Grey Goose and Duce after and oh after Grey Goose okay okay yeah, so yeah, yeah, now yeah. after Coors Light, at what point did you go to Double Cross? You launched that that Double- was that that was that was independent yeah I know that was independent yeah. but yeah so you, was, that was after Duce that was after Duce but yeah. during Duce you were still a Pepsi or you wasn't no no so let me let me bring you through it okay okay so, bring, okay. Yeah, so I after so I left Pepsi, okay, and I um I went to um I went to Coors, and mm-hmm. then after Coors, uh you know we were we were successful in a lot we were doing over there. Um, Bacardi had just acquired Grey Goose, mm-hmm. and, and they were looking to build a team that can scale Grey Goose across the United States and globally, mm-hmm. and so um so I joined I joined Bacardi to work in the Grey Goose business, and this was like right when we were about to go crazy with Grey Goose. And so uh, I was able to go on, you know, on the brand side of Grey Goose. And um, man, we did some amazing things, right? You know, of course, just from a product standpoint, you know, that's when I really got introduced, I would call it to like true, like image marketing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these people call it Lux, but I call it like just very image-based um, yeah. you know, um, um, brand building. And so we were able to do great things there. Of course, the numbers speak for themselves. But also what we did was uh, we actually built a whole entertainment wing over there called Gregus Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And under Gregus Entertainment was a show produced on the um, on the on Sunday channel called Iconoclast, which was like, you know, super, you know, awards, you know, out, out of the park. But also, we produced another platform which I created called Rising Icons. And I, I, I was going to get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Rising Icons, why I say that the roots of that mixtape stuff was so important because on Rising Icons, I was able to work with the team to create um, media dollars that we would convert into 
uh, contractual agreements with uh, new artists. But mm-hmm. this these new artists were like, you know, start just similar to that catch a wreck piece was starting to bubble. So but these artists were we call early J. Cole early. Mm-hmm. Right. J. Cole, uh, Wale, um, Big Future. Sean, Future, Big Sean, uh, Drake. And so, uh, you know, and, and a lot of those artists and their managers are uh, friends uh, to this day. Even uh, one of the artists that were representing uh, Drake, uh, one of the managers representing Drake, Cortez Bryant, uh, is one of my business partners today at Culture Lab in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Cortez at your um, at your house. Oh no, at yeah. your um, at your what do you call it? Uh, the party. Yeah, the, the party. Birthday birthday. Birthday. Yeah, and then also Al Branch as well. That. When we were doing the Def Jam work with, with, with Greg, Al Branch, one of my business partners, well, we all run ATL Culture Lab. So, yeah, so we're so so that was that was the Grey Goose era. But and that was under Bacardi. But then and then I got the I got promoted to run the Prestige Group. And uh, at the time, Prestige Group, you know, was smaller brands. But, you know, you got a chance to kind of really create from the bottom up. So did some good innovation there. But one of the partnerships that I created out of there was the joint venture between uh Bacardi and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And out of that joint venture, we created Grey Goose, in which I created Grey Goose, launched Grey Goose. I mean Doucet, sorry, Doucet Cognac uh with Jay-Z. So, you know, yeah, that was a great experience because anytime you uh get a chance to sit in a room and strategize with someone like Hove is uh is a very you know good experience and and he's extremely talented on definitely from from a career of course he's a billionaire mogul and all that but he has he is uh not just artist from a music standpoint but really artist and, and super creative above that and not just him his team as well like um like even people like bleak you know i'm right i'm i'm cool with bleak to this day but nice. their ability their ability to kind of understand brands and understand mm-hmm. consumers is super transferable so yeah man so so do say went crazy and um, you know, to this day, it's worth three billion. Jay's, you know, he'll probably get a clean billion when he's done with that one, just easily. You know, another bill. So, so yeah, man. And I and I and I, I well, from there, you start working with Jay and people like that, creating these brains. So you get that entrepreneurial itch. And so, yeah. I then went out and uh, worked on the team, worked with the team of entrepreneurs that, um, and we launched Double Cross Vodka. You know, um, later uh-huh. on. Hold yeah. on your hold on your toast to the double cross vodka because that's um we're gonna come back to that. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHH. I am your host, Kinsley Osei. And if you're just joining us today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join a conversation at Facebook at Bowmeister Twitter, also on my Facebook page, Kinsley O S E I. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. Uh in the studio today, we have my very special guest. My friend Chauncey Hamlet, my brother, who's the CEO of the Formulation Group uh, Beverage Strategies, Innovation, and Partnerships. Um, so today we are trying to give you some juice about branding and marketing one-on-one. For right now, we're going through Chauncey's resume, making sure that we give him his flowers for his accomplishment. Um, it's, this is also part of the Hip Hop 50 series, which we'll be doing throughout the year. You probably asked me, you know. How is he part of hip hop? Man, he is hip hop for everything he's done. Branding the culture of hip hop and uh, beverages is to be, uh, you know, got to make sure the story is told. So, Chauncey, let's uh, get back to um, Double Cross. Yeah. Can you hear me? 
Can you hear me? Hello? Hey, Harry, is anyone on your end? Maybe, maybe you're. Yeah, Kingsley just froze. Yeah, I think it was Kingsley freezing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. You muted, Kingsley. You muted. Yeah, I lost, I lost signal for a minute. All right. Yeah. Go. Yeah, Chelsea. So yeah, let's get back to the uh, double cross. Uh, I know I said I know that the owner passed after you launched it. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. And so um, yeah, rest in peace to Malcolm Lloyd. I was able to join um, you know, um Malcolm Lloyd, who's um a, a very, you know, I would say one of the first, you know, I would say serial entrepreneurs that I've been able to kind of do business with. And so come from corporate America, getting that experience from a uh, independent standpoint was extremely valuable. And I tell everyone, you know, it was like, Hey, cause people were like, you know, kind of bugging a little bit that I went from these big brands over mm -hmm. to like, like a double cross. Yeah. And, and I tell you, I spent, and my, my title was, you know, uh, you know, marketing, right. VP of marketing. But to be honest, I did more um, raising capital, uh, understanding distribution, understanding supply chain over the product was, was produced in Slovakia. And so, um, so yeah, so I, that's why I sort of like cut my chops, you know, when, when it came to understanding investors, what investors were looking for, understanding venture, venture capital. Um, and so, uh, which is like relevant for what I'm doing now at the formulation group. And so, yeah, that, that was fun. That, that was sold off. And then, uh, I decided, okay, let me, uh, you know, let me kind of get back to the, my Pepsi roots. And so I kept relationships over there and I was able to come back over to Pepsi, when I came back over to Pepsi, I I really got into uh, innovation, you know, which was cool, right? You know, because I'd always got the opportunity to kind of, you know, um, run brands and, um, you know, uh, you know, I see your screen, you pulling up uh, photos there, live photos. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let let's get let's get back to it. That was uh, that that was the. Uh, 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 what do you call it? It was 2012 Grammys event with uh, Kenny Burns. One of you, yeah, the SLS hotel, right? Is this, yeah. was this SLS? I yeah, that that was SLS. That was uh, yeah, that was an event we did on the Grey Goose side. We did the party with Drake that night too. Right. You okay. know. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, that was Double Cross. I went back to Pepsi to run innovation. Like I said, the uh, on the innovation side is great because you actually get to create products from scratch versus a product being handed to you and you figure out how to make that product relevant uh, from a consumer perspective. And so, so yeah, man, that, that was uh, my, my journey back to Pepsi. And so we, we could get in a bit more on how that, how that journey uh, took off from there. Yeah, let's talk about that Pepsi journey. That Pepsi journey is very important. And matter of fact, I'm showing you uh, a picture of uh, we got my brother. What's his name over here? Uh, uh, we got uh, yeah, Kenny Burns right there we to got my Ken right. You got, you uh, Kenny, Shaka, you know, Shaka Zulu's. Yeah, well, 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 real quick. So sorry about all that. So shout out to Kenny Burns. Kenny Burns, when I when I was in the Grey Goose brand. He's one of those uh, lifestyle lifestyle specialists. He's Kenny one of those in, in, individuals that truly. You know, I say like lifestyle. People use that word loosely, very from loosely. A, yeah, from a, from a lifestyle marketing perspective, um, he's probably one of the best that you know Definitely. ever did it and continues to do it. So shout out to Kenny. Then you have Big Jeff there. Big Jeff in the middle. I love Big Jeff. Big Jeff used to manage Brand Nubian, and so Jeff used to let us in parties, carrying records to the back doors. When we was like young, and he's one of my first sort of like guys that I looked up to 
uh, in the music industry that just, I just love the way he was just handling business. And so having that exposure at a young age is good. And then of course you got the legendary Chaka uh, next to him, manager at Ludacris, head of DTP. And, you know, so, and they're with Jeff and Chaka's brothers. And that's me and you right there. We had a good time that weekend. Uh, and, you know, for a minute, you know, you know, Shaka was on the on the road with us when we were on the road with Fifty Cent and Wycliffe and all those guys. That's right, yeah, yeah. Because he was at Columbia doing radio, yeah, and, yeah. And and then when we came back off their tour, that's when he left and he went and signed Ludacris and never looked back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, no, Chaka is legendary, man. So uh, yeah, man, that was just good times and, and good friends. Everyone in this picture, you know, are my friends as well, which is great. You know, big shout to Shaka. I'm glad he's doing well. I was in Ghana. Matter of fact, you and I spoke when I was in Ghana. When um, I found out uh, about the incident that had happened, and um, you know, Tori asked me for prayers for him, and I asked the elders in Ghana to send a, a prayer for him. You know, for his good work because he was really um, going through it. Shaka, big shout to you, man. You know, God is good that you're still here with us. Absolutely, All right. man. All right, go ahead, Chancy. Yeah, so um, let's talk. Uh... And then uh, you did, and then you did the Grammy party um, at this event, and um, I remember in front of Drake performing. I don't have the picture here; I got it somewhere. Um, I took the Grey Goose bottles and I kind of put it up right in front of Drake while while he was performing, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and and caught a lot of flicks from from from. That. Oh no, we have major yeah. PR from that. Major yes, PR. Yeah. Well, that, that that's why that's why you know I, I appreciate your. Um, your growth on the, on the corporate and but one thing we and we talked about this your your ability to 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 have a by any means necessary get the yes. shot get the product placement get the engagement from a consumer standpoint like that is true disruptive and so you know and so um that I always love that that piece about you you're gonna make it happen regardless of, of making Fight it happen him. man all right you gotta take these photos down man let's let's <laughs> come on man take, Come on, let's take these photos down. Let's just let's, let's get back to the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and then um, you did a, a Super Bowl event. Um, you did it. You did the um, the the halftime. You did a halftime event with. Uh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so getting back to to Pepsi, this time you know, back on my Pepsi journal journey, I was a bit more on the senior level then. Uh, coming back to the company, got a chance to. Uh, work on innovation, which is good. So learned a lot, you know, from a, a lot of really smart people on that. And uh, ultimately, um, you know, I was able to go and uh, work on, on the Mountain Dew brand, which is, you know, you know, brand that I used to kind of help push. Now I'm like, you know, running the, the, the strategic approach from a brand perspective. And that's the growth as a marketer that you want to see continuous growth. And so, yeah, that, that was fun, man. Dude's a $4 billion brand. It has a cult-like following, um, you know, and so, um, and it's a true lifestyle brand. I uh, was able to um, do a lot over there from the NBA partnership uh, to um, signing Kevin Hart, um, tied with that NBA partnership, all the way to launching, at the time, you know, the number one Super Bowl commercial uh, which was the uh, fire and ice commercial. First time that two brands had come together. It was a, a a bottle of Mountain Dew Ice versus a bottle of Doritos Blaze. So that fire and ice, and we actually brought hip hop in there because uh, you know Peter Dinklage, you know from uh, Game of Thrones, was the one spitting fire, 
and mm-hmm. came out rapping the Busta, Busta Rhymes uh, mm-hmm. ly- lyrics. And Morgan Freeman's rebuttal was coming back ice cold with Missy mm-hmm. Elliott, M- 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 quiet, watch your mouth. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. But also on top of that, we put Missy and Busta in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl commercial. Mm-hmm. That ended up that ended up being the number one Super Bowl commercial mm-hmm. of that year, and uh, which was really great. And then from there, I got promoted, man. I, I got promoted to be the uh, on the CMO level, first division CMO. And then most recently, uh, you know, the, the latest role was the chief marketing officer of Flavors, in which I was able to create and launch uh, Starry, you know, which was out of my last stint. Pepsi, because just started right here. I need to start. You gotta have some brand, you know. So. You, you you remember I took a picture of the making of the can at your house. That's right. Yeah, that's last right. year. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Guess I'll sip. Ah. <laughs> but yeah. um, but what's great about um, Starry is that you know before Pepsi really couldn't compete with Coca Cola because Coke had Sprite mm-hmm. and, Pe- and Pepsi had CRMS. And CRMS is pretty. It, I mean, it's not Sprite, but it was it was okay. It was like a hundred million dollar business. Chances me, um, did we lose him? Did we lose him? Did we lose him? Did we lose him? We got to ask Harry. Uh, did, Harry we lose him? did you guys lose me, Harry? Having some technical. Okay, he's back. You got me. Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, and so uh, lost... yeah, I was saying that. Um, you know, it's Kingsley. It's not Chauncey. It's you. you, you you're freezing. <laughs> I'm the one freezing. Yeah, you're the one freezing. <laughs> oh wow! You need to to get some real internet. Stop going. For- <laughs> <laughs> All right, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so we we so now so so people were a little concerned that we were going to pull this hundred million dollar business. Basically, that's what I did. I led I led an initiative to basically like kill the CRMS brand and launch Starry. And now Starry is on track. It'll be a billion dollar business for. Uh, Pepsi next year. So after launching that, I decided, hey man, it's time to make it happen and go launch the Formulation Group, and uh, and, and that's what we're here now, man. You know, it's all about Formulation Group, and uh, you know, working with a team of really smart people. And uh, basically, what we do is we we help people create brands. You know, uh, we help well people uh, innovate on liquid. Um, you know, innovate on packaging. Um, develop um, white paper concepts and strategies around creating brands. We also, um, you know, work with investing in uh, smaller um, brands that have high growth potential. So there's a venture capital fund that I, I manage as well. By the way, shout out to uh, Fawn and Keith Weaver uh, that the you know um, you know Fawn's the CEO of uh, Uncle Nearest, um, you know uh, whiskey, which is. Uh, the fastest growing whiskey in the U.S., but also black owned, black owned, um, yeah. you know, and so one of my first, uh, you know, clients that trusted in me, I'm actually the formulation group. We're leading the creation of a new cognac for them as well. Um, so, yeah, man, so we, we're, we're moving, man. We have a uh, different, you know, we, we're developing an RTD, you know, RTD is a ready to drink product. Mm-hmm. We have we have a cognac that we're working on for for the Uncle Nearest team. We have a tequila mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and we're doing, um, you know, just uh, say creative work mm-hmm. for a lot of different people, man. So, yeah, so I got the formulation group going on, Kingsley. And then also I touched a little bit on this in Atlanta. Uh, what we have, I mentioned, you know, I was talking about Cortez and them earlier, but we launched the ATL Culture Lab, uh, which is a really cool space that's placed right in the AUC in Atlanta. 
-hmm. which is, um, you know, a, we allow, we're really connected with, um, I would say young people between the ages of 19 to 25. Mm -hmm. And so out of there, you know, there's like podcast studios, um, soundstage. Um, so, you know, there's an internship program coming out of there as well. Um, you know, we actually, um, and, and actually, you know, a, a new one that's, that's connected to that somewhat, but in the Atlanta community, uh, I'm actually now an advisor for the water boys. You familiar with the water boys? You may mm. see the documentary, this, the young guys that's in the streets with, with water in Atlanta. They, you know, they historically, they used to run up to cars. They, I they know, had, the, I, I know the squeegee boys. Yeah. They're kind of like that, but they had, okay. they, had a, they had a bit of a bad rap, but now they, they've evolved. They have their own water product. Right. Um, Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Seriously. And so, and so I'm an advisor for them, man. And oh, it, that's nice. Such cool young dudes, man. Like That is you know, nice. And a young lady that's, that runs their business for them as well. That so, is real. Um, so, yeah, man. I'll say, you know, life is good, my brother. I, I'm uh, I'm enjoying this, man. And uh, I'm truly blessed. You know, Chelsea is one of the only, uh, I call them Jews, by the way, do look like orange Jews. <laughs> so, I call them Jews. He calls me, he calls me, I'll say, one of the, only few people call me by my last name without writing me a check. I mean, <laughs> you know. But it's funny because my other guy, uh, he's from Ghana as well. His first name is Ose. So Ose, like, yeah. I met Ose yeah. at your house. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Ose, big up to you, man. What's good? What's good? Shout out to Ose. So, so, I mean, how has it been? How has this transition been like? Because, you know, you went from using the corporate black card to now, you know, you the check writer, you know? Um, yeah. So I, I want to take that point because now you are really, you have ownership, like complete ownership. You know, how has that been like? Yeah. I mean, I think every entrepreneur will tell you that it's not for the weak. <laughs> <laughs> every, every successful one, at least. <laughs> it's not for the weak. Uh, nah, listen, man. Well, first, it's just been like uh, an amazing experience because there's things that you see in corporate America, there's things that you love and things that you don't love as much. And so I think for the things that aren't really your cup of tea, you get mm -hmm. to actually like do things, you know, your own way. And so, uh, so that, that's been amazing, but I tell you, I, I'm, I'm actually like new to this world of running my own business. I I've been independent a couple of times, but now you truly like run your own business. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's funny. I, we were talking about, um, a friend of mine, she's an entrepreneur as well. We were talking about, you know, the idea of net 90 and, and, and net 60. We we're like, mm -hmm. well, what about net now? <laughs> I feel like that now because you have, your 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 payables versus receivables just from mm -hmm. a, a standard business standpoint you know it, it you know it kicks in now and some of the things you don't really take into account when you have this big corporate system around you but um now nah, it's been some good learnings man and um you know we're, we're doing we're doing well i think the first thing you think about when you launch your own business is okay how am i gonna how am i gonna make money you know because everyone wants to make sure they you support their uh their families and this their dreams but the biggest challenge is not how you're going to make money. You got to keep that in mind. But the biggest challenge is infrastructure, infrastructure, bandwidth, um, and 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 really cool people that are smart and good at what they do that can help you out. You know what I'm saying? So so that that's what I'm, I'm starting to build now, and uh, and it's cool, man. I'm learning from a lot of people on my team, and I, I'm giving them you know a bit of taste of uh, you know my background as well. And, you know, you mentioned uh, Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest just dropped that uh, single barrel, which is 
which is going for about a hundred dollars, but I'm waiting for a free bottle. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was out. I, I was I was out and last week, and um, you know, and and I seen it as I seen it as Stu Leonard's. I seen yeah. it in a few places, but I seen the Stu Leonard's for hundred dollars. I say, yeah, I'm going to call Chunzi. I need a signed yeah. bottle. Yeah, yeah. now nah, I got you. I got you. I'm you gonna, got I'm gonna right. I'm gonna buy it, and then I'm gonna have fun. Uh, sign. I just want to sign it, but I, I'll buy. I'll buy the bottle. I'll buy the bottle. And, and then and then the next time um, I see you, I'm gonna keep this bottle not open. This is um uh, the Jack Daniels 12. Okay, okay, this is, nice. This is, nice. This, is, this is a very serious bottle right here. This is a unicorn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's a have unicorn. You, I, have you had that before? Have you tasted it before? I have I have tasted it. This is actually a five, six hundred dollar bottle, depending on where you go. So name your price. Okay, okay. The, now, uh, now, 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 now you've become a bit of uh a bourbon, you know, uh, a specialist, expert, connoisseur. Right. right. Now you're pulling out some exclusive stuff now, I see. Yeah, yeah. You um, you did a Kentucky Derby with, um, uh, what you call it, uh, with Grey Goose, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I, yeah, I presented. So, yeah. so Wolf for Reserve have their own collections every year, so I'm collecting that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Wolf Reserve, Vega brand, and then this is the uh, the Ryder Cup, Elijah Craig Ryder Cup, toasted uh, bar toasted barrel. Um, so man, I, I'm, man, you you about to lose your street cred, man. You no no no. Why? Because I ain't drinking honey. Well, we don't want you to drink any anymore. Anymore, we got we got a new cognac coming. When we get together for the for a good stick, we gotta have a good, you know, a yeah, good yeah. a good bourbon, you know, to chase it. Why not some mm -hmm. good Uncle Nero single barrel to chase to chase it? You feel me? Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. you know, it's cool because uh, just to to touch on that, <clears throat> you know what that Uncle Nero's, um, I would call it that family they represent. It's not just that that the product and the brand, but you go out to Tennessee. I mean, Am I frozen again? You, you might I'm be. I'm not frozen because I'm still here. I am not frozen because I'm still here. I'm not frozen because I'm still here. Well, we'll let Harry decide if you're who's frozen. Yeah, okay. you are frozen, Kingsley. I wasn't. <laughs> you know I what? When when you start feeling that, just shut off your video because it's just saying that the data is too much for your internet right now for the Wi-Fi. Okay. All right, Chancey, go ahead. We're going to yeah. wrap up in five minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was saying, he's just on the Uncle Nero's side, uh -huh. um, that family. So you go to the distillery, and it'll blow you away, just the distillery. Uh, you know, Black-owned. and But, you know, the, the, the traffic is super universal. You know, Black, white, spent all across, you know, men, women. Like, so their traffic. So I actually built a, a bar in the distillery. So their distillery is actually like the number one visit distillery in the U.S. right now. Nice, but it's but it's sitting on almost five hundred acres. Wow, yeah. So it's so it's kind of crazy, man. So so it's just cool to kind of work close with people like that that have like major vision. Nice, nice, nice. And um, before we wrap up, you know, we're going to talk about some of your community uh, services. Yo, big shout out to your, your, you know, your mom. I miss her. Um, she, you know, big shout out to Laverne. You know, she, I, I can never forget the fact that 
I would say Foxwood, uh, New Year's Eve, you know, going into some some event, and I come out at twelve o'clock, and uh, I get, I already said goodbye to, you know, I already said good night to my mom, gave her a kiss, and I get a phone call, and um, I looked at it. I'm not sure if I looked at, you no, know, I, I seen the phone call, I seen her name, and I'm, you know, I picked up. You know, you're not picking every call around that time. You out, you know, wifey, you know, party. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, you know, I'm like Laverne, you know, and I I picked up, and she said, you know, Kinsley, want just want to wish you a happy new year. I know you are out having fun. Be safe, love you, and um, you know, good night. And that was that, and um, that was really the last time I actually uh, spoke yeah. to her. And That's I hold right. it dear to my heart because it, it's it's a day and a time where you know the calls and the messages that are coming in are very thoughtful and she, right. she was the yeah. first first phone call i got on new year's eve and i would cherish that uh for her. No, uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate that story she was she was definitely like you know um she she had a way of connecting with people and you know mm. um she she definitely like you know i got a little bit of that from her but she had a whole next level of me yeah to connect with people so now i appreciate that yeah sh- shout out to mom duke for real and then you also came to uh, my school. You can say my school. You came and did my. Um, uh, you was the keynote speaker for my uh, one of my youth summit uh, fifth annual back to school youth summit. Do you, uh, you you remember that Houston Town Community College? You came to speak to about three hundred kids. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm listening, man. First of all, you're my guy. The other thing is that, <clears throat> um, you know, community peace and youth you know, are so important to me. But in particular, you look at Bridgeport. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, if, if you want to know my story, you know, when I when I was young and living and living in, before I moved to New York, back to New York, you know, I lived in Father Panic Village, right? And so right. for anyone, you Connecticut uh-huh. people that you know Father Panic Village, and you just say, okay, no, he's, he's, he's real. He, <laughs> the, uh, I live, so being able to come back and talk to young people and, um, Connecticut, whether it's Bridgeport or even, you know, I did my undergrad in um, New Haven and uh, worked at a youth program out there uh, called LEAP, uh, worked in with a lot of younger kids, worked at um, Children's Center and in, in New Haven as well, worked in Children's Village in New York, uh, worked with, uh, you know, low-income housing in New York as well, West Ham. So my, my, my marketing, you know, experience is one thing, but my foundation is community. And so I do feel like that that versatility allows me to continue to kind of move with a much broader perspective. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so if I said that he's a product of Connecticut, that's exactly what I mean. So Chelsea, before we wrap up, I mean, give me a good, give us some, um, you know, um, some juice. I don't know. My 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 now rule people would say I'm a product of New Road, but you know, we'll say, we'll say I got hey. my Connecticut fan. Most of my family's there today. <laughs> I sh- I shared it. I said you was a pro- <laughs> you was a product of to be politically correct. I said I said you was a product of New Road and a product of Connecticut. You, you know, they well, I would we just jack you, we just take it, you know, all Connecticut, all to ourselves. <laughs> You know, yes, so New 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 York, New York's Manhattan, New Road, and Connecticut have shaped me. That's right. Definitely. Yeah, man. Give us some juice, man. You know, about about the business before we wrap up, man. Yeah. So, you know, man, listen, listen, I think I would say that we're in a really good spot because of our our ability to understand, you know, what what the future looks like, mm-hmm. you know. And so in marketing, you know, if you're if you're spending time marketing on what's happening right now. 
that's cool. You know, I think there's a little bit of opportunity for that. But if you're in the business of what's going what's going to happen in the future, mm-hmm. there's all there's always upside. I think that's within indie any really industry. Um, and so yeah, we're we're in a really good spot, man. And I I'm, you know, listen, I, I've uh, you know, I got my family you know, here and, uh, you know, with me on vacay and, you know, we're living in Atlanta now, uh, loving Atlanta. Atlanta's a, you know, a, a very, you know, dope spot for people wanting to take things to the next level, man. So yeah, you look out for us, uh, the formulation group, we are, we'll continue to grow. We got big announcements coming up, like huge announcements getting ready to happen, uh, at the top of the year, man. But, uh, now I, I, listen, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for uh, having me on here, man. We, uh, you know, much more to do much more conversation to be had we're just scratching the surface right here definitely man i appreciate you also um you know taking the time out of your vacation to chime in quick quick question do you know a lady named bozoma st john yeah no bows bows bozoma st john that's right she's from ghana right is bows from ghana yeah she is yeah, my, yeah. Wi- my, my wife knows somebody that knows that's yeah really, yeah uh, no, no bows Bo, rock star pepsi alum um ran, ran marketing for beats apple music uh uber you know and so yeah not super dope and i did ask you when i was in ghana and i called you i asked you a question i said why is pepsi not getting a piece of this money over here this coca-cola money over here you you remember that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and a, a quick one minute wrap up of why that is the case you said it was historically um, something that happened yeah and so uh you know, uh, well, you know, I tell you what, I'll I'll, I'll stay away from that because okay, okay. you know, you, ne- you never know who's gonna be my uh my my your, client, your client, my, client one day, you know, and so uh, but there there's a lot of history to getting getting global business. All right, Chelsea Hamlet, thank you very much, man. I uh, enjoy the rest Hello. of your vacation. I'll say, tell wifey what up, and I'm still waiting for the recipe. Ah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, congrats, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, bro. Thank you.